Hello and welcome to the Tony Daily with me, Tony Kent. Now I do feel a little bit ropey. Um, I do feel quite jaded, but in the same breath, I also feel somewhat re-energised by spending a weekend away with some very cool people. Um... It's a weird one, isn't it? Because we didn't have a late night. It wasn't at all late. We did have a fairly boozy one, courtesy of cocktails with Gino. So he taught us to make a mojito, a porn star martini and a Moscow mule. Yum, 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 yum. And then we had a competition to make a B-52. Mine was just a disgrace. I mean, it was all mixed in. It didn't look very nice. My spoon control was not what it should be. Um, but do you know what was really lovely? It was, it felt like time stood still because just for a few days, we weren't being dictated to by the timetables of family life or life in general. I mean, there was an itinerary because the birthday girl in question, so we were ready for a friend's 50th, and she's an events professional, and three of her friends that were there are, and they're my friends now. <laughs> it's always tricky, isn't it, when you mix a group of people, but actually we, I think we're all grown up enough, experienced enough that there was really no pressure, but there was an itinerary because you don't get to go away with events professionals without somebody being organised. So um, it was really great. We did cocktail making and I think must have gone to bed about half past midnight. Took a couple of aspirins as, as well because the, the hangover started to kick in that night. Started to get a headache. Um, so obviously the signs were there to protect me from myself. It's like if you get a headache now, go to bed. So I did go to bed and then we, we went for brunch. And that's nice, isn't it? Very grown up. Um, and in the spirit of going to a restaurant where, on Friday night, where the stuff that was on the menu was all the things what the chef could think of, the place that we went for brunch this morning, you could only have eggs one way. You could have them poached, and that is it. And there was a good explanation for it, um, because you can't get the stuff, basically. The poor chef, on his own, and he's gone, do you know what? If you want eggs, you can have them poached because I'm doing 50, 60 covers and I can't be doing fried eggs, scrambled eggs and poached eggs. So that was it. Everything on the menu was with a poached egg, um, which suits me just fine because that's the one type of egg that I have to take at least, a, <laughs> I have to take a big run up to do a poached egg. Um, if I want one poached egg, I need to be willing to let three of them fail. <laughs> <laughs> I have to really want one. Um, tips on poaching eggs, most welcome. So it's been really lovely just to have a break from walking the dogs, doing the washing, sorting pack lunches, work, everything really. Um, if you want to see some pictures, well I won't be sending them to you. <laughs> There's one that I'm going to put on the socials of um, the mural in the restaurant we went to on Friday night because it made me laugh so much. Um, so there you are. It's Sunday. Uh, I'm definitely jaded, but I have had a really good fix of excellent company. 
Um, so let's find out what's going on on the Village Facebook page. I don't think that they've missed me. Uh, let's see. One for Boris. A Peppa Pig bike with stabilisers. Yeah, I get the feeling he's the kind of man that needs a set of stabilisers. Um, come for lunch. Um, what else? Oh, here's some Pilates equipment for sale. Now, I did do Pilates every week for about four years with an excellent instructor in the village. And she um, had spent a lot of money on some really decent equipment, um, which meant that the studio that she worked from looked a bit like a sex dungeon. Not that I have ever been in a sex dungeon um, and I don't have plans to attend one, but it was full of equipment that was made of wood and metal frames and had stirrups and springs and hooks and straps. It had leather straps, leather straps for the feet. Um, yeah, it was... <laughs> if you didn't know what it was for, you would have thought it was for something else. So you could buy some of that equipment. It's not as nice, but you know, if you want um, uh, something that looks a bit like sex dungeon equipment, but not pricey stuff, uh, you could buy some of that from the page. Um, so what's today about when it comes to reasons to be cheerful, part one? Well, I'm gonna read a piece to you. You can buy the book. Some people have bought the book because I had four P in royalties from Amazon. Don't buy the book. <laughs> Stay here and listen to me read it or buy it and I will get 4p. Um, and this is called Wild Boys. And this fits actually with our weekend because some of the girls that were there have been involved in events where Duran Duran were performing. Yeah, Wild Boys, Wild Boys. And we all agreed that we liked them very much. Um, so this was written a while ago when my son was very small. I read an article in The Times a couple of weeks ago written by a mother of three boys explaining how she manages in a house full of smelly sports kit and unpredictable explosions of energy to maintain a sense of the feminine. Well, you know, you can imagine how that one read. Probably like, yeah, when I've, you know, taken all my kids um, to their highly expensive, um, many, 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 many activities... <laughs> How do I maintain a sense of feminine mystique? Hmm. Well, let's find out what she had to say. Uh, she gave advice on coping with the desires that most boys have to own weaponry. Yes. Or repurpose items of furniture to represent swords and guns. We had a talk about that when our son was at primary school. Um, they weren't allowed to use sticks as guns in the playground. Um, and we never encouraged it, but it just seemed to be a thing. Um, they were always going... Uh, just, I don't know, seemed to be a thing back then. I don't know if it still is today. Uh, eat constantly, well, that's both my kids, and they need to be exercised twice daily in the way that you would walk a dog. Forget a walk or snack at your peril, for if your son is hungry or bored, then your tidy living room is toast. I mean, since I wrote this, things have changed, um, and we'll come on to how that's changed. I checked this with a friend of mine who is a mother to three boys, and it she concurred that it's a very particular experience when you are a parent to more than one boy and especially if you only have boys. For me the article did contain an aha moment. It read, at the age of four, boys experiences, uh, boys experience a surge in testosterone which explains their obsession with characters and lightsabers. So that's it. 
this is why our day begins with a running commentary on Spider-Man, Batman, and whether Catwoman is a baddie or a goodie. In case you're wondering, she's a baddie. And we did used to have that a lot. He was all about the characters in a way that our daughter never was. And this is why the only way we could stop our son from writhing about, bellowing, NEVER! in a muddy field, so aggrieved was he at being made to go for a walk, was to list all the superheroes that we could think of. And this was always a good game on a walk, where if you are, if they didn't want to walk, but you wanted to distract them, it's let's take the alphabet and say, tell me any character superhero you can think of, beginning with A. So you'd go, I don't know, Ant-Man, B, Batman, C, Catwoman, and on and on. And as my children became teenagers, it was, think of all the swear words. Uh, yeah, well, you know, needs must. Um, this is why there are two cutlasses in the boot of my car instead of an emergency blanket, torch and spade. And when we had his best friend over for the day, it is why they practiced flying kung fu kicks on the trampoline, much to the distress of our daughter who was hoping for something a little less fighty. But you see, then she took up karate and oh, how the tables turned. With the power of his buddy, we got to see our son in full-on macho mode and wondered quite how the preschool teachers managed 10 boys on a daily basis all getting their testosterone groove on. And here's the thing, yes there was a lot of that but at the same time the preschool that they went to um, they had a couple of guys that worked there, there was one called Jack who's awesome and he taught the kids the lyrics to Call Me Maybe by Carly Rae Jepsen and we've got a video of our son when he's about three doing like um, all the um, sort of hand actions to call me maybe. It's so funny. Um, so there was a good mix. It wasn't just boys do this, girls do that. Boys also learn all the words to Carly Rae Jepsen songs. Of course, it wouldn't be me if I didn't make a reference to equality to girls in all of this. I wouldn't for a moment suggest that they are the opposite. Girls are, of course, shouty, fighty, active, funny, loving, and just like their brothers, very hard work at times. We had one particularly incredible tantrum that involved our daughter blocking the doorway to Monsoon. I mean, that was special. It was kind of like we had to take a couple of steps back and the people in the shop, they were so good. They were like, is she OK? We're like, yeah, she just needs to yell it out, which she did. And then we pretended that it didn't happen. <laughs> we calmly walked away. Um, and I have thrown more than my fair share of toys out of the pram, yeah. But these, these boys, well, they're just a little bit more wild. I mean, I don't know, reflecting on that now. And one thing that I did find when we were away um, was that as a group of us, we had quite a collection of children or siblings or nephews and nieces between us. And our experiences are all very individual as are the kids, but certainly at that point in my life, with our son having a testosterone surge at the age of four, we definitely found him to be more wild. Yeah, when you've got a teenage girl and a teenage boy in the house, I think it's fair to say they're both pretty feral at times. So what do I hope for you? I hope that you had a really good weekend. I hope that you got the opportunity or are planning the opportunity to embrace a little bit of your wild side. Um, thank you for being here. We're more than 40 days in, 41 days in. That's not bad, is it? And thanks for your support for the podcast. And if you're enjoying it, please give it 
the share. I'll be back tomorrow.